Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations and metrics and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. Today, I am joined by a person that I've known for a very long time. I've been a listener of his show for a very long time. He was one of the people that was, you know, really at the forefront of thought leadership in the agency space when I first got into it. And he is the CEO and founder of a company called YouGurus, which you might have heard of. He's also the host of the Digital Agency Show and the author of Get Rich in the Deep End. Commit your niche, own your market, and audaciously scale. He's on a mission to help 10,000 agency owners achieve freedom in their business by helping them own their market and really aggressively scale. So with all that, Brent Weaver, thanks so much for making the time to be here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It is a pleasure. And everyone that's listening to this show will know that we don't like talking about getting new clients on the show. It was one of my theses of this show was like... There's already so much great content out there. We want to talk about the other side of the business, but I've made a few exceptions over the lifespan of the show. And today is one of those for people that I think have a really great way of thinking around this topic. So I'm excited to, for, you know, this limited time, dig into a topic that everybody does struggle with and, and wants to know more, more information about uh, on this platform. But before we get into that, um, in your own words, what do you do and who do you serve? Yeah, so we uh, we serve digital agencies that are looking to attract more leads, win higher value clients, and scale their businesses, achieve more freedom, more income, more free time, so they can do more of what they want, work with who they want, how they want, where they want. And what led you to start you gurus? What what's the backstory there? So I had a, a digital agency, the kind of first business I started. I was seventeen, ran that business for twelve years from my business partner and I and our, uh, you know, our high school bedroom, right? Just like messing around with websites all the way to a 14 person, uh, pretty successful business working with clients like Dish Network, Anheuser-Busch InBev, uh, Adobe were some of our, our marquee clients. And a couple of years before we got acquired, we started to create some videos about how to sell websites and how to you know price effectively and how to create proposals and, uh, and gain some traction in, in the web de- design market, kind of the web professional market. And uh, started having some really cool stories come back of people whose lives were changed, and they were like so thankful, and they couldn't believe, you know, how how much uh, had changed by just learning how to run their business more effectively. And so, you know, at the time when we were looking at, at potentially exiting or, or being acquired, uh, we kind of asked ourselves a question of like, well, what would we rather, you know, spend the next ten years doing? We spent the last ten years helping hundreds of small and medium businesses and nonprofits, you know, what do we want to spend the next 10 years doing? And, uh, and we really felt a calling with, with the, the web designer market eventually, you know, kind of, uh, you know, pivoted or tacked a couple of times into the digital agency market over, you know, the first couple of years of you gurus. Uh, and then we've been focused on the agency market since. So, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, right? I mean, I think, you know, the agency, I loved it. It was like my, my MBA in, in business, right? It was like going into all these, you know, different companies, corporations, nonprofits, like having to go through like literally thousands of discovery meetings, you know, and, and, and learning all that there was about those businesses. 
Um, and, and, and I loved it. Right. But I think there was something about working with, uh, working within a niche, working with people that I love hanging out with. Like, you know, I can't say that about every web design, every, every website we built. Like would I invite those people over to have like a barbecue at my house on the, on the weekend? Like, I don't know. Some of them weren't really my speed. Right. Whereas in the agency market, I feel like I get to work with a lot of like friends and, and, and just cool people. And, uh, and so it's, it's been a lot of fun and, and actually, uh, about a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, I, I decided to kind of dip my toe in again and uh, co-founded an agency called Unlimited WP uh, with one of the graduates of YouGurus. And uh, and that's been really cool. So we're up to about 70 people um, at that agency now. And so getting to, you know, people are like, what would you do differently? You know, and it's like, so I've been able to kind of run that exercise in, in the real world. Um, and that's been, that's been really cool to do uh, as well. So I stayed away from running my own agency for a while, focused purely on the coaching and training business. But, you know, that's that's in a really good place and uh, helping people, great mentor team. And uh, now we get to do some other stuff. I love it. You're in the trenches and then reaching directly back to to serve your clients uh, in that way. I, I think that's pretty awesome. So over the years, you have gotten to work with a lot of agencies, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of very similar patterns in terms of what they're struggling with. And before we get to what those patterns are, just for a reference point, when did you start your agency and then when did you transition to YouGurus? Because I have a thesis on how the market has changed in that time. And it sounds like you were kind of on the edges of that transition. Yeah, so um, 99 was when our LLC, or the original LLC was founded. Um, that company went through a couple of rebrands, but ultimately was sold as Hot Press Web in 2012. Um, kind of rolled up into another agency called Creation Chamber uh, that I think rebranded a couple times. Maybe they're back to Distill. I think Distill is the name of the agency now, um, but they're they're still around. They still serve a ton of our clients uh, back in that space. Uh, some of our team are still uh, with that business. So 10 years ago was, was when we were acquired. And, and YouGurus started 30 days after um, the close of the, the agency. So it was, yeah. What's your framework uh, at a high level for trying to figure out where the focus actually should be for an agency owner? Well, so, I mean, in terms of, of like what market to go after, how to gain traction in the market, we use like a five, five, a framework to what, what's in my book, um, audience, awareness, attract authority and acquire. So very customer first methodology, right? Who, who's our ideal customer. Let's make sure that overall our strategy is, is the right fit. And, and people put a lot of stress on this decision. Um, I'm on kind of my 13th niche. Uh, so I don't, I tell people like, it's better to like choose something that seems about right um, and get really good at the mechanics of going after a market. Uh, and then those mechanics kind of like somebody who gets good at, you know, like the basic fundamentals of weightlifting, right? It's easy for them to then learn like a new exercise or new routine, right? Cause they have that like foundation of strength. And so it's, it's, it's easy for them to then move on to other like more advanced techniques and things like that. Right. Or, or change from like weightlifting into CrossFit or CrossFit into some kind of cardio or Ironman kind of approach. Right. If you're like an athlete going from one sport to the next is like a lot easier than like a cold start. Right. And so audience is just that, that first thing to get really clear on with, um, within your market, right? Who, who are they? Um, what are some basic characteristics, right? Is it a vertical? Is it a horizontal? Is there some kind of revenue range, right? Can you give me like five bullet points with a Sharpie on a napkin? Or if you handed that to me at like a, a restaurant and said, hey, Brent, great conversation tonight. Can you go and validate this market and see if it's a good fit for me? 
that I would come in to the office the next day and I would be able to take those five bullets and I'd be able to execute some basic market research. I could come back and tell you the total addressable market. I could come back and tell you, you know, who the top influencers are. I could come back and tell you the associations. I could tell you the Facebook audience sizes. I could tell you some sample keywords with traffic, right? Like if you can't do that on an audience, then you're not really clear on your market strategy, right? And it doesn't have to be like, crazy like narrow where you do a you know it's like you know underwater basket weaving producers from you know maine that make you know between 10k and 50k a month right it's like it doesn't have to be that crazy but like if you're if you're not like uncovering a market that's you know 5000 people on the low end to like maybe 50 or 100000 people or businesses or organizations on the high end right then that that could be a problem right if you're uncovering a market that's like, uh, I work with SMBs in the United States. Like, All right, cool. That's like 25 million organizations. Um, I don't know, right? Like you're a, <laughs> you're a freelancer trying to get your first five clients, right? Can we get better than that? Uh, and so I think from audience, a lot of things get easier, right? Like where do people hang out that fit this profile, right? What do we talk to them about, right? Uh, you know, th those things get, if, if you're not clear on those things, like, what does your website say? Really hard question, right? When you are clear on those things, we can create a cut to the chase sentence in like, you know, five, 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first A is audience. And, yep. and that, it sounds like that's the first place you start is, do you even know who it is you're trying to talk to about the problem that you're trying to solve for them? Once we have audience validated, what's the next day? Yeah. Awareness is, is channels. You know, where do they hang out? Events, associations, influencers, partners, paid ads, content, you know, what, where, where can we get your message in front of, of folks, you know, and, and depending on the reality of your business, if you come to me and say, Hey, I have $0, uh, I, I work from home. I have a laptop. I can't travel. Right. It's like, all right, cool. Like, you know, let's, let's leverage, um, you know, some, some, whether it's, you know, content, uh, partnerships, right? Something where you can con contact people and get access to an audience. But if you have money, then I think jumping in and, you know, sponsoring, paying for advertisements, um, you know, potentially hiring a lead gen companies. I'm a little bit funky about hiring agencies when you first start uh, because I feel like in that traction stage in a market, it's a very entrepreneurial thing. Like it's a, it requires that spark. It requires that salesmanship, uh, you, you need to, you, and also you learn so much, right? When you're, when you get those like first five or 10 clients in a market, like every conversation is usually dripping with gold. It's going to help you with your value prop. So, so that awareness is just like, Hey, cool. Can we inventory where our people hang out, right? People that meet this profile. And we might not have great answers early, in the early days, but every conversation we have with somebody, every email we send, every Google search we make, we'll get more and more clear on, you know, where our people hang out. I, I love this one. And from my framework for this is like, there's basically four ways to get that awareness. You could pay for it. You can compete for it where people are already searching. You can borrow it from people that already have it. And that's what you and I are doing right now. You're borrowing the attention yeah. that I've gathered on the podcast. And that's what I did when I came on your show. I built my entire business on borrowed attention. Essentially. I, I just figure out like who's, who's already got a group of people. Can I go in and add some value? And in return, I, I get some exposure for that. So I'm a huge fan of that one, especially to your point when cash flow is tight. And then the last one to your, to your point is to basically take the attention. Can we interrupt them in their inbox, on the phone, in their DMs? And 
all of them I've seen, all of them work. It's just a question of understanding your competency. And in my opinion, trying to commit to like one of these so you can figure out what works because there is going to be some trial and error. It's going to take some time to build momentum. Um, so that is the second A. We have our audience, yeah. we know who we're trying to get after. Then we have awareness, figure out how we're going to get in front of them so they know that we exist. Then we go to A number three. And what's that one, Brett? Yeah. So, so attract is, is the third A and, and I also find too, like on the audience and awareness, like a pro tip is if you can find a, a market champion, somebody who's already established in the niche that, uh, you can rely on to kind of, um, uh, introduce you and give you the lay of the land. Right. I mean, and, and I think you're going to, it can help you make that decision of, of, you know, you know, whether you're going to borrow or whether you're going to take or, you know, where did, you know, if you can get that market insights and get somebody in the niche to kind of help you along, um, that can really accelerate it. But at the end of the day, like attract is about talking about stuff that your market cares about. So, you know, when we went into the, the, the business coaching business, like you don't hear me, you know, yelling to people like, Hey, agency owners, do you want a business coach? Like, Oh, this is the best place to get business coaching, right? Like, you know, Oh, you want a mastermind come here and, you know, do business coaching and mastermind. Like that's, that's essentially like what we do, right? It's like the fundamentals, like we deliver training, we do coaching and mentorship and, uh, in community at some point we'll talk about, you know, what our offer is. Uh, but in terms of attracting people to us, it's all about, you know, what's going through our customer's head, right? Um, you know, our, our target market struggles with attracting leads with getting, getting high value clients, right. Struggles with delivering, uh, creating scalable systems, right. It's like, those are the topics that they're most interested in. So we spend all of our time, right. 97% of our time talking about that stuff. Uh, you know, I'm not out there, you know, trying to convince people to hire us because, you know, they need business coaching. I'm, I convince people to hire us because they need more leads. Right. Uh, and, and a lot of people in the agency space get stuck in, their discipline. You know, they end up talking about SEO a lot. They end up talking about pay-per-click advertising a lot. They, and I think there's an element of that, right? But it's like, why is somebody investing in, you know, Facebook ads? Why are they investing in uh, a new website? You know, is it because they just like the way websites look or is it, are they trying to, you know, get more leads or customers? Are they trying to uh, automate things? Are they trying to, you know, create an application and serve their, their members in a certain way or their customers. Right. Uh, and it's like when, when you spend your time talking about that stuff in the market, all of a sudden, you know, people listen to you. Uh, the, the gentleman I was talking to earlier today, he, he wanted to sell his, his clients, this thing. And he kept getting on these sales calls and he would say, Oh yeah, yeah, this is what I want to sell. Right. And they were all like, Hmm, interesting, but I really don't need that right now. What I need is this. And after like, you know, 20 of those phone calls, it's like, hey, maybe we should just do the thing that they're asking for and stop trying to work so dang hard, right? Like, why don't we just do the thing that the market keeps telling us that they want, right? And maybe we'll get them a little bit of what they need along the way. Uh, and that's, that's the fundamental idea of attract, right? You go out there and talk to your market. What are they actually saying? Are you listening to them? Uh, and sometimes it's not it's not maybe what you want, right? Cause, cause I've had people who run marketing agencies that go into their niche like HVAC or something. And they realize that maybe their niche doesn't need more clients, but they need more employees. They, they have staffing problems. Right. And you know, I get people coming back to me and saying, Oh, nobody's signing up for my services. None of nobody in this market needs more leads. And I'm like, well, what do they need? And they're like, Oh, they need more employees. And I'm like, well, how do you find new employees? 
well, we probably market, you know, we probably build funnels, right? Like we probably do all the same stuff, right? So it's like, it's like, are you actually listening to your niche? You know, are you listening to those customers and, and actually paying attention to them and seeing what they want? Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. And so th- I, I, this is one I want to double click on a little bit, right? I think this is where I, I'm sure you get this question a lot. It's like, okay, well, what if what the client, it's like the Henry Ford faster horse thing. The client's asking for a faster horse, but I know that what they really want is a car or I could deliver them a car. And I'm having trouble getting the client to bridge the gap and understand why our point of view or our methodology is actually going to get them a better outcome. So there's like this client education understanding gap. Uh, what's your take on how to reconcile that if, if this is what we're feeling in a market? I mean, there is, there is a, a, you know, uh, there's like a graveyard of entrepreneurs that had, you know, that solved great problems, right. Or had, or I should say had great solutions, right. That, that the market just didn't respond to. And, um, you know, I think, I think ultimately you have to look at what, what do people want? You know, this capitalist economy, uh, you know, it's, it's like dealing with my, my five-year-old. Like if I try to feed him broccoli, I mean, we could all take some bets on what's probably going to happen. Right. Uh, it's, it's, you know, if I, if I serve him a plate of broccoli, like, is he going to eat it? Like we all know it's good for him. We all know that he should eat it, you know, or, or beans or whatever. Right. Um, but the reality is, is like to get him to eat what he really needs, like takes quite a lot of, uh, of theater, right. At least for a while. Right. And maybe when he's like 35 years old, he'll be like, Oh, I love broccoli. Right. It's like, but those first, you know, those first 30 years, right. Took a lot of like, let's give him a little bit of what he wants. Let's make sure that he's got a balanced diet. Let's have some strategies and tactics, right? Like let's divide the the plate up into into different parts. Let's maybe make it look like a smiley face. Let's turn a game out of it, right? Like, and and I'm not trying to treat my potential clients like five-year-olds, but I think when it comes to human psychology, like we have to still understand that like if a client comes to you and says, you know, I want a website and your client and you say, well, you don't need a website. Don't worry about the website. I'm just gonna get you more leads. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. I think I need a website, right? And you're like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about a new website. It's like, you don't need a new website. I'm just going to get you leads, right? And like, that's an example of where, like, you're just going to miss the mark, right? Versus if you're like, hey, cool. Like, we're excited to get you that website, but let's also make sure that we, uh, you know, make sure the website is fulfilling your core business objectives and goals. You know, here's how we're going to that process, right? Like, we have to make sure that we're nudging our clients to get the thing that they need, but not like, selling them something that they ultimately aren't going to buy because that's not going to get your agency or business in any niche, right? It's not going to get you or your client, I think, to a good place. Um, one of my mentors, uh, Taki Moore, talks about, you know, you know, are, are you selling like broccoli or, or chocolate covered strawberries, right? And so you have to kind of go, 
Like which which when you're in the mall walking, right? Like there's never a store that just has like broccoli in the window, but like there is stores that have like chocolate covered strawberries and people are like, ooh, like you know, so so what can you do to bring a little bit of that energy into your offer, into your positioning to make sure that you're actually gonna have a viable business? Yeah. Yep, chocolate broccoli. Uh, our mutual friend Dan Martell loves loves that one. I use it all the time. But it it's true, right? You sometimes you have to give people what they want so that you then have the opportunity to give them what they need. Um, but you, you can't serve a client that doesn't choose to work with you. And, and so there is some amount of play that has to exist there in the offer. And I think another thing that you touched on, which is really astute, is you know the the sale where you just kind of list out all the things that you do and you kind of leave it up to your client to figure out how that's going to help them um which when you kind of think about the user experience of that as a client if they're not if they don't understand how or why seo or a facebook ad or you know this optimization to their website's actually going to help them it's like that's it's like you're throwing a bunch of puzzle pieces at them and then you're like hey you could put it together um but a, a a good sales process uh and a good kind of attract methodology is teaching them how to draw that line, right? Your outcome objective is this. Let's work backwards and talk about why you might want to take this approach or why our point of view is that it should be done this way. And that's where the authority tends to come from. And it, it also helps to lubricate the sale, which I think is important. So yeah, uh, I want to make sure we get through the other two A's yeah. before you got to jump. So audience awareness, then attract um, and really just creating that authority around speaking to that market and talking about the things they're interested in. Then we get to the fourth A. Yeah. So authority is something that, um, I think ultimately, you know, in a marketplace, it's, uh, you know, a, a little bit of it is gained, you know, especially through like other people telling other people that you're an authority at something right. Validating you. Uh, but at the end of the day, like you've got to put your own crown on, right. You've got to say to your clients or you got to say to publishers, you have to say to your audience, this is why you should listen to me. This, this is my, uh, you know, some, some proof points about me, you know, give people the context of, of who you are, who you help, how you help them. Um, and, and so if you have, you know, proof points that you can provide in your content, in your, uh, in your pitches and your proposals and in every place that you talk to clients, right. And I'm not saying like you get on and like brag, like I was interviewing some salespeople recently and it was, it was really funky, right. I was like, Oh, Hey, I'd love to learn a little bit more about, about you. And they just kind of started talking about like, they just, went on for 30 minutes about, you know, all the things that they've accomplished, right. Which isn't, isn't super helpful. Um, you know, so, so having those couple proof points, like, Hey, we've worked with, you know, whatever, you know, we were, we've worked with over 35 clients, uh, 35 dental, you know, offices, we've helped them attract over, you know, 450, uh, new, uh, patients worth over, you know, $10 million. Right. It's like, cool. Like this isn't your first rodeo. Right. Or if you haven't worked in a niche, Hey, I've been, you know, designing and building, you know, websites and lead generation engines for a variety of different businesses for the last five years. This is my, this is my mission. This is my North star, right? So having those kind of proof points to tell people why they should listen to you. Um, and then also having, you know, some case studies, some relevant examples of work that you completed that somebody can look at and say, Oh, that seems, seems like, uh, you're legit. Uh, and then third party endorsement. So as you're reaching out to those publishers, you know, partners or whatever, you know, and, and you produce content together, getting permission to use their brand, use their logo, start putting those things into your proposals, right? Getting your clients that have name recognition, putting those into your proposals, right? I think at the end of the day, like, like humans are very, uh, like, 
Like we require trust in order to do business, right? And there's there's lots of mechanisms of how we identify trust. And so what you want to do is just kind of like pave the way, right? Like put some pedals down on the road to kind of let people know like, hey, you're cool. Like you're to be trusted. You have some uh, some signals um, to them. And it might seem like, like, oh, do I really have to do that? And it's like, yeah, you probably do, right? You have to make people trust you. And, and you're either going to come in with, you know, arrogance and feel like you don't need to provide that stuff or just say, hey, you know what? Let's make sure we got a couple of proof points to find. Let's make sure we've got some easy, accessible case studies, testimonials. Let's make sure that we've got some third-party endorsements uh, on our materials, and so people can understand, like, hey, this is this is an organization that that I relate with and um, that I can trust. And so you have to put that stuff into your marketing collateral, into your sales collateral, and honestly, into your even your your delivery collateral, because every one of your team members is constantly selling um, the organization and. You know, and I'm happy to jump back to those. I do know you've, we've got limited time. So acquire our final A is really about making sure that we've got the right, uh, the right system and process from our audience to our calendar. And this is where a lot of agencies, it might sound really stupid, but they kind of screw up, right? They go and give a webinar and then they finish the webinar and somebody asks them, hey, how can we find out more about you? And they go, um... Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can yeah, check out my website, you know, and then they just like, you know, barf the URL or whatever. Right. And, and they, ha they haven't thought about like, what's their offer? What's the valuable thing that they can give to people to make them take action now? Um, and not like to go buy a new website, but like, what's a little nibble, a little nugget, a gift that they can do to acquire that lead? How can they acquire that potential sales qualified lead? You know, and so having, having a really good uh, immediate offer for a next step at every piece of content, right? So if they're out there writing a blog post, if they're doing a webinar, if they're doing a podcast, you know, what's a little nugget that somebody can engage with in order to get more information, you know, and capture that lead. I, I've watched like dozens, probably hundreds of people give presentations. And at the end of it, they're like, Hey, how can we find out more information? And it's just like nothing, you know? And it's like, Whoa, he just like, that was it. That was the opportunity. Right. And they're like hoping that people are going to like, Go to the website and hunt for a contact page. It's like, why not just drop your email address? Hey, if anybody here wants a free, you know, audit on their Facebook account, like drop me an email. I don't usually do this. I charge for it, you know, blah, 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 dot com, right? And so it's like making sure that you have that system in place to acquire those leads with every interaction. This is such an important one and one that, that I see people, A, not have an offer or B, it's like the offer is just, you know, if you want to buy from me or get on a sales call or you know, in SaaS, we see it's like, get a demo, go here. But there's no, like, there's nothing for people who aren't ready to buy yet. Like, no lead magnet, no, like, freebie gift, no, like, if you want a spreadsheet, a template, uh, whatever, more information on the thing we talked about today, you want to go deeper, like, go find this thing. How the sausage is made, like, you heard an ad during this podcast for the Agency Profit Toolkit. Uh, I'm sure if we go on your podcast, there'll be a lead magnet, a call to action. So I think that's a really important idea there is, like, have something for the 80% of the listeners that are not actively like, I need to hire somebody to help me with something and give them a meaningful way to get more value from you and get on your email list so that you have an opportunity to work them over time. Uh, that's like a super important one. I see the same thing. So Brett, I know you got to run before you do. I want to give you an opportunity to do what we just talked about and tell yeah. people where they can go next to go deeper on the content that you create. Yeah, so you can check out our website, yougurus.com. Tons of tools on there on growing your agency. 
because uh, I'm a big fan of this podcast and the show. If you're interested in uh, getting a copy of my book, uh, just shoot me an email, brent at ugurus.com. That's B-R-E-N-T at U-G-U-R-U-S.com. It's called Get Rich in the Deep End. I'll mail you out a free copy. Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't get bankrupted through that offer today, Marcel. So, <laughs> uh, but happy to give a free copy mail out uh, to you guys uh, on this this show. So, if you want a free copy, just drop me an email. Just say, "Hey, heard you on, on the podcast," and uh, and we'll hook you up. It's so meta because we we just talked about this, but that was beautif- beautifully executed, and it will be in the show notes if you're listening. You want to grab a free copy of Brent's book? I recommend it. Um, so, yougurus.com, Brent's email, and his LinkedIn all in the show notes. Make sure you check that. I'll also leave links to the podcast, which you should definitely subscribe to. Uh, so, with that, Brent, thank you so much for joining us today, man. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast. I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this. And it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener and we will see you on the next episode.